<laughs> Chat's cracking me up already. What's up, guys? Glad to have you here. Welcome to tonight's knowledge transfer here on Friday, May 26th. Good to see you. We're going to be uh, talking about some fallout from the DeSantis presidential campaign announcement. Elon Musk still shilling for DeSantis a little bit on Twitter. He even uh, getting community noted by his own platform. Pretty hilarious. And uh, DeSantis's wife also making some tweets with some false claims in them, getting community noted herself. So pretty funny. Uh, what else we got? The EPA and the ATF. I mean, how, how many three-letter government organizations just absolutely suck? All, all of them? All of them. EPA and the ATF getting wrecked by courts, which is great. The EPA getting this uh, case of water rights struck down. And then the ATF getting a ruling against their pistol brace ban they're trying to roll out. So we'll cover those. And then a few other stories as well. Just want to say, stay frosty out there, friends. Because I think the climate is rife right now for some sort of deep state staged false flag hate attack against the LGBTQ community that they'll, of course, blame on the right wing extremist MAGA supporter or whoever they stage it to be. Um, voice your opinions on social issues by all means, but do it calmly and collectedly. And, of course, condemn physical violence at all turns. Um, we've got Newsom. Well, first, we have Joe Biden making some statements saying he's going to activate government agencies against hate speech and anti-Semitism. Then we've got Newsom, Governor Gavin Newsom, coming out making some kind of eerie statements about all the hate and attacks against the LGBT, LGBTQ community. And then couple that with the Department of Homeland Security two days ago putting out a domestic terrorist advisory, right? So you're kind of seeing all the puzzle pieces, the picture start to swirl together. It's like, man, they're like setting the stage here for some sort of um, possible false flag. We'll take a look at those stories. We got a few other things as well that we'll touch on. Um, Target losing billions. I think they're down $9 billion. Their stock is just in the past week over all this backlash. Bud Light too. Oh, get this. Bud Light, I guess all the money they've lost isn't enough. And it appears they're doubling down. Bud Light is still sponsoring pride events around the country. Ha <laughs> ha. And Hauser Bushes. I shit you not. So that's coming up in this show as well. And then a few other things. So that's our Friday agenda here. Appreciate you guys for being here. Rumble D Live Foxhole. We got Jeff, Elfboy, Toker Joe, Battle Hamster. Yeah, the crew. Always here, no matter what freaking time I finally start streaming. <laughs> you guys are always here. Thank you. Much appreciated. So without further ado. Shout out to today's sponsor. I want to thank Virtual Shield for supporting this channel. Whether you're trying to surf websites that are blocked in your area, keep your data safe and encrypted when you're surfing the web, or block the prying eyes from the gumberment 
and various websites from tracking your internet usage. A virtual private network VPN is going to help you with all those things. Virtual Shield is an awesome VPN for super cheap. Using the link in the description underneath this video, you can get two years of Virtual Shield for just over three bucks a month. Just a little over three bucks a month. It's what I use on my devices, and I highly recommend you do as well. Go check them out. So, first topic, we're going to be talking about uh, somewhat of the social media fallout, I suppose you could call it, from Ron DeSantis's twitter presidential campaign announcement so elon um could we say he's shilling he's shilling for ron DeSantis. i don't know hey i put out a rumble video uh i put it out yesterday on my locals account by the way if you're subscribing to me on locals or jordansather.tv i put out a video or two a week exclusive to those platforms for my supporters there. And yesterday I put out a video about my crazy conspiracy theories of Ron DeSantis and Trump working together behind the scenes. Um, I didn't want to keep that behind the paywall. So I went ahead and put it up on Rumble and BitChute, Odyssey, Gab TV, all my public video platforms today. But I was suggesting that heck may, maybe, maybe this is a show possibility in my eyes and uh if that's the case then i would venture to guess that maybe elon would be a part of it or something but anyway aside from that theory let's just uh let's go with the optics here and say that elon musk is shilling for ron DeSantis, and ron DeSantis is some rhino scum that's a globalist deep state shill working to take down trump okay I'll, I'll lean into those optics. Um, Elon tweets this. Lots of noise about Ron DeSantis announcing and discussing his presidential bid on this platform. But you... I think he missed a word in there. Hold on. Had to sneeze. But you know what isn't noise? Setting an all-time record for fundraising. Worth considering for announcements in general. Uh, the note isn't there. Where'd it go? Let's refresh. There it is. Oh, it's gone. Hold up. Here's the thing. Elon Musk got community noted on his own platform, which is hilarious, but it appears that community note is not sticking. You saw it there for a split sec when I refreshed. I'm going to refresh again. Uh, there it is. It's gone. Okay, well, somebody got a screenshot of it. Readers added context they thought people might want to know. Governor Ron DeSantis did not set an all-time record for fundraising. President Donald Trump raised $24.8 million in the hours following the official launch of his campaign for re-election in 2020. Ooh! Noted! Yeah, there it is. Back in 2019, four years ago, Trump raised almost 25 mil. That's three times what... Uh, DeSantis has raised the past 24 hours. Uh, and Ron DeSantis's wife also getting fat check on this story. Here she is making a tweet. To everyone who sent in a donation, thank you. 8.2 million is the most raised by any candidate in 24 hours in the history of presidential politics. Survey says 
Wrong. She got community noted as well. Biah! Gotcha, bitch! Hey, I mean, interesting way to get that little factoid out there, though. Trump raising 25 mil, three times what DeSantis got. I just want to say, whether this is some fake beef between Trump and DeSantis or not, if DeSantis really is some globalist, controlled-op conservative, uh, it's still going to expose the conservative ink crowd, mainstream conservative crowd, all the controlled-op shills, right? Still going to expose them, and it's still going to be getting a lot of facts and narratives out there to the masses. Hey, I, honestly, I think it's great that there's competition between DeSantis and Trump. Because then it's like, you know, competition breeds excellence. And it's just going to get more narratives out there. Fake news media, whether they attack Trump or attack DeSantis, going to get exposed either way. Going to have to write about him either way. It's pretty sweet, I think. So we'll see what, what uh, happens throughout the campaign trail. Uh, onward from that. We got some reveals today some reveals right and these reveals i mean they don't exactly what do i want to say about this hold on give me a sec i'm bringing up another one of them here so this is one uh revealed rupert murdoch hosted ron DeSantis at his california ranch and told him fox news will support him that's one big reveal we got another here from the National Pulse. Leaked DeSantis camp audio. Leaked audio has emerged from the DeSantis donor strategy meeting in Miami on Thursday. In the clip you can hear below, DeSantis strategists tell high-dollar donors making calls for the campaign that um, the governor will shift to the middle during the general election. He'll shift to the middle. He's going to start watering himself down, his strategists claim. Uh, during this call. So, again, my point is my hypothesis. The two options I'm weighing here. Is DeSantis globalist rhino scum? Or is he pretending to be one? This beef between Trump and DeSantis is fake, and they're really working together behind the scenes. Um, I think both of these stories could support either, either option, honestly. Sure, maybe he's a rhino scum, or maybe DeSantis is acting as a honeypot, like Trump's honeypot, meant to suck in the rhinos to him. And if that were the case, then this is exactly what I would expect to see. Rupert Murdoch trying to uh, get close to DeSantis, DeSantis's camp saying, oh, we're going to move to the middle. Rhinos would love to hear that. And then they gravitate more towards DeSantis. So either way, either way, enjoy the show, friends. What makes a good movie? Great actors, right? Just saying. So we'll see how that all progresses. Okay, some news on John Durham. Special Counsel John Durham will testify before Congress on June 21st. I thought it was the 20th. 20th, 21st. I've been seeing both of those days floated around, actually, but I believe, from what I understand as well, this is going to be behind closed doors. 
So I don't think this is going to be a public hearing, but you can expect this in T-minus just over three weeks. So John Durham testifying to Congress soon. Very curious to learn more about that. Let's see what the fallout from that will be. Uh, we've got news on this IRS whistleblower. You know, this story where we have not one now, but two whistleblowers coming forward from the IRS claiming that they were investigating Hunter Biden's money issues and that the Department of Justice took these IRS investigators off of that as a form of like retaliation or basically to protect the Biden crime family. Now the IRS whistleblower uh, defying Biden administration of the media. So in an interview that aired a couple days ago, we now have one of the identities, the identities of one of the IRS whistleblowers. And uh, says he doesn't want to do this, but the Biden administration are such shitheads that he's feeling the need to come forward. So good stuff there. Okay. Let's get into that, I guess, warning, I, I could say. The feels, the feeling I'm getting of maybe some op being pulled soon, false flag, against the LGBTQ community that they'll try to blame on some conservative. I mean, it's just, you can tell the political climate right now is in... And it would probably be a freaking mass shooting, too, with the shooter using an AR-15. And then they say he wrote a manifesto and was a right-wing extremist. Meanwhile, the FBI already knew about this guy for two years. And he's probably on medications from a therapist. So Newsom blasts Target CEO as a sellout. And this is over um, Target caving. Target removing their pride displays. Um, this is this is the Gavin Newsom eerie eerie message that I'm talking about here. So Gavin Newsom blast Target CEO as a sellout claims nationwide systematic attack on LGBTQ people is imminent. Right there, right. This isn't just a couple stores in the South. Gavin Newsom said. There is a systematic attack on the gay community happening across this country. Huh. Give it give it like two weeks. Give it two weeks. We'll see some false flag shooting. Maybe that's the freaking coded message right there, the go order. Systematic attack. Uh, and then Joe Biden releasing a new plan to tackle the rise in anti-Semitism, says that hate will not prevail. Well, shoot. Most of the anti-Semitism that I see on social media just glows, absolutely glows of Fed Boy. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> That's some glow fed posting that. Uh, President Joe Biden on Thursday announced what he said is the most ambitious and comprehensive undertaking by the U.S. government to fight hate, bias, and violence against Jews, outlining more than 100 steps 
the administration and its partners can take to combat an alarming rise in anti-Semitism. Well, I hope Joe Biden isn't taking those steps upstairs. Let's just say that. And also, when you combine this, Joe Biden's statement, this initiative, with all of the media attacks against the MAGA community, but not just MAGA, more particularly the Q movement. Over the past, we'll say, two, three, four months, the mainstream media, that's almost the only angle they're taking in all of their hit pieces is Q is anti-Semitic. Q is anti-Semitic. 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 I've seen multiple tweets from shill journalists, and I think I was even referenced in Media Matters a couple of times, where they threw me into their article and they specifically made a mention or or a claim that I'm anti-Semitic for absolutely no reason. Like, they have nothing to go with that. (laughs) That's so stupid. But not just me, but many others. So, shoot. That deep state false flag, it'll be a... It'll be a MAGA Q supporter with an AR-15 going after LGBTQ Jews. LTP, LGBT Jews. Man. And then here was that uh, Department of Homeland Security terrorism threat warning. I mentioned this on Wednesday, but mentioning it again here because it's quite relevant. Issued May 24th. DVEs, they're calling them, domestic violent extremists, continue to conduct attacks, and look at it right here. Likely targets of political violence include U.S. infrastructure, faith-based institutions, and individuals or events associated with the LGBTQIA community. Boom, so... Department of Homeland Security putting out that warning. They're setting the stage. Setting the frickin' stage there. FF alert, guys. Stay frosty. Alright, news on the transgender social engineering issue. Largest U.S. children's hospital will no longer offer transgender medical procedures. Call that a win. Now... The reason they're doing it, this is Texas Children's Hospital in Texas, nation's largest children's hospital. They're doing it not on their own accord. They're doing it because of a law that the Texas governor is signing into effect. Law takes effect September 1st, so it's like three or four months away. But they're doing it because of the law. Hey, great news either way. Frickin' Children's Hospital, bro. Good God. Bud Light, still sponsoring pride parades across the country. In this case, they're sponsoring the Cincinnati Pride Parade. Here's the Pride Parade's website. And if you scroll and scroll, I mean, this this is a great list of companies to avoid. Procter and Gamble, of course, Pharma, 
Kroger. Don't buy their shit. Frickin' Kroger. Oh, great. A children's hospital on there. Ugh. Toyota, no! Not Toyota 2! I already can't drive Fords. Uh, I'm gonna... Uh, no. What else we got? L'Oreal, their products suck. Full of a bunch of petroleum-based bullshit. Don't buy L'Oreal. Uh, Planned Parenthood, big friggin' surprise. Nestle Purina. Purina cat chow. Trash dog food. Um, bunch of health companies, of course. Because these hospitals and these pharma companies are making shitloads of money off all these elective surgeries. Ooh, look at that. The Episcopal Church in Ohio. Ooh. Ooh. Don't pray there. And there we got our alcohol sponsors. Tito's. I don't drink I don't drink Tito's anyway. Together in Pride. Bud Light. I'm surprised Dylan Mul Mulvaney's face isn't on that bottle. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Oh, there's Starbucks. Big surprise. Is that a transgender mermaid on Starbucks logo? Probably will be soon. Uh, and then Target. Losing $9 billion amid pride merchandising controversy. This is in only six days. Target stock is experiencing its worst six-day stretch. Wait, what is this Fox News headline? Target stock is experiencing its worst six-day stretch since the six days ending May 25th. Target stock is experiencing its worst six-day stretch since the six-day stretch currently going on. Okay. Um, yeah, it's down a lot. Nine billion. Billion dollars. Screw your CEI score. Get wrecked, Target. Get wrecked. Bud Light. And we got some calls for gun control. Joe Biden. On his Twitter account. What does he say here? It's time to act. It's time to make our voices heard, not as Democrats or as Republicans, but as friends, as neighbors, as parents, as fellow Americans. And I'm being deadly earnest when I say it's time to make our voices heard. It's time to make heard. our voices heard. Not as Democrats or as Republicans. I'm going to make my voice heard in 556. Five, as neighbors, as parents, as fellow Americans. And I'm being deadly earnest when I say Oh, he's being deadly earnest when he says that. This message is about supposedly deadly firearms, and he makes, uh, within his statement, he uses the emphasis of being deadly earnest. Eh, not, a, not a good idea, speechwriters. Not a good idea. In his tweet, he says, Guns remain the number one killer of children in America. It's time to act. Uh, last I checked, the number one... I guess if we don't count vaccines, ooh, the number one killer of kids and teens in the country is um, car crashes. 
So I guess we have to ban cars. Ban cars. We need car control. Uh, all right. Here's the win against the ATF. Federal court deals blow to ATF pistol brace rule ahead of gun accessory registration deadline. Guns rights groups argue ATF lacks the authority, correct, to force millions of gun owners to register their weapons equipped with stabilizing braces. All because of a piece of plastic, the ATF is trying to force millions of people to either register their guns or destroy their guns or turn them in to the local ATF office. Correct. The ATF has no authority to create laws. That's Congress's job. The ATF is an enforcement organization. They cannot create some arbitrary rule out of thin air and then enforce said arbitrary rule created out of thin air. So luckily, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals is uh, did their jobs. Did their jobs. So let's hope this goes up to the uh, Supreme Court. And speaking of fed boys and firearms, check it out. This fed boy forgot to turn off his location services when posting a super shady sale to Facebook Marketplace. This fed forgot to turn off location services before posting on Marketplace. This is what was being posted on Marketplace. And you can see the location there is Washington, D.C. For $350, a tactical adjustment, full stainless steel, automatic selector, full auto switch for Glock 17. For context, a selector switch can be dropped into the uh, internals of a firearm to make it a fully automatic, which is super illegal, super duper illegal. Basically makes it, it makes a semi-automatic into a machine gun, fully automatic machine gun. Um, it's the digital version of sprinkle some crack on him. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen that Dave Chappelle skit? Is is one of them from like 20 years ago? Gotcha, bitch. That, that's actually a that was actually from the same stand-up special. Uh, he's talking about police pulling over black people. Sprinkle some crack on them. Let's get out of here. <laughs> uh, anyway, here's that Fed boy, Quandale Dingle. Might as well just call himself Rusty Shackleford. Quandale Dingle is the Facebook page. Joined Facebook in 2022, just last year. Washington, D.C., approximate location. And his that little circle is, is, is literally like a federal installation. Like a bunch of federal offices in Washington, D.C. <laughs> uh... Oh my God, posting that on Facebook Marketplace from Washington, D.C., that's gotta be a freaking fed. It's hilarious. Not sending their best. Not hiring their best. Who uses location services on their phone anyway? Do any of you use that? Maybe you do. 
I don't at all for anything. I guess unless I need a um, route on maps, but it's, it's not on all the time for sure. And I don't even use Facebook anyway. Uh, and then courts reckon the EPA now. So first ATF, now we got EPA. Supreme Court rules against EPA in major wetlands case. The Supreme Court voted to rein in the power of the EPA to regulate wetlands in a complex decision issued yesterday. The second time in a year that the court has curbed federal environmental authority. Nice. So the nation's high court ruled in favor of an Idaho couple who have been battling federal officials for years over the right to develop their own property. The ruling involved the controversial Waters of the United States rule that critics say has led to excessive and at times overzealous regulation of private lands by the EPA. little more on the story. Chantel and Mike started building a new home in Priest Lake, Idaho, when the EPA and Army Corps of Engineers suddenly ordered them to stop all work. The government agencies stated that the couple needed a federal permit and threatened them with more than $30,000 a day in fines. I think it was closer to 40 grand a day per day. The EPA had determined years before that their parcel of land contained wetlands. The Sacketts say their lot lacks a surface water connection to any stream, creek, lake, or other water body, and that it shouldn't be subject to federal regulation. Even though water isn't usually visible on their land, the government claims that, based on aerial photography, the lot is home to a fen wetland. And etc. etc. So yeah, the Clean Water Act regulates a wetland only if it has a continuous surface connection to another waterway. So the EPA, based on our drone shot, <laughs> anyway, you can read more about the story in the news, but that's good. I'm, I'm all for environmental protection, don't get me wrong, but when the EPA, all, all the time, the EPA, on the surface, it looks like they're protecting the environment, but really deep down, it's purely for governmental control or their overly bureaucratic rules are actually destroying the environment more than it's really helping. Uh, a couple more things here, and we'll open it up to the chat. Kind of a quicker Friday stream here. Some news about those Tucker Carlson video leaks. So the Tucker Carlson Fox News hacks uh, appear to be tied to an FBI search of a Tampa Bay council members home an fbi search earlier this month at the home of media consultant tim burke democrat by the way and his wife tampa city council member lynn hertak stemmed from an investigation of alleged computer intrusions hacks 
and intercepted communications at the Fox News Network. Interesting. Huh. So those videos leaked of Tucker Carlson with his hot mics appear to be hacked from Fox News. And it might even be connected to these clowns. <laughs> Funny. And the last thing here, interesting tweet from Tracy Beans. Uh, she was digging through, what court case was this? Whoa, this is a long thread. I just lost my tweet. Anyway, um, let me refresh this one. She found in this court case and these documents that the FBI uses an encrypted app called Teleporter to communicate with social media companies. They send censorship lists one to five times a month. And each one of those lists contained hundreds of accounts for censorship. The FBI demands that seven major social media platforms report back to them on what action they have taken on the targeted accounts. So what we've seen in those Twitter files, the emails going back and forth between FBI, CIA, Department of Homeland Security, the government, pressuring and urging social media platforms to censor, that's just a drop in the bucket. That's just what's available in public emails. Or not public emails, but the emails that were... I guess, unencrypted or, unencrypted or unclassified within Twitter's network. Uh, the FBI also uses an encrypted app, so there's a lot more censorship requests where that came from. What, um, wow, long thread. Man, I'm just trying to find out where this all came from. Holy shit. Mega thread, Missouri versus Biden. That's where it came from. State of Missouri suing the Biden administration over social media censorship. So, uh, that's all, folks. That's all I got for today. I'm going to bring you some tunes and we can chat for a minute. Sweet. Alright, let's see what we got. Chat says they wonder if their Facebook and Twitter accounts are on those lists. I would love a searchable database of just all the accounts that any three-letter agency pressured social media companies to censor. Chat says, don't buy ammo or anything gun-related online. Don't use credit cards. Yeah, unfortunately, when it comes to ammo, it, it, well, it depends on what state and county you live. Hopefully, you live in a free red area, if you know what I'm saying. 
I'm not concerned about buying ammo online. This is where the best deals are. Don't buy ammo in a gun store. It's so overpriced. I mean, I'm in Idaho, so Idaho is pretty 2A friendly, if you ask me. Pretty freaking based here when it comes to freedom. Firearm freedom. Definitely not marijuana freedom. They're pretty about that here. Unfortunately. But yeah, if you like want to go out and buy a stabilizing brace right now. <laughs> Or just get yourself a 3D printer and have fun. I mean, people... You can even find YouTube videos about this. People will 3D print firearms. You can't print the whole thing. Like, you can't print the barrel and some other components. But you can basically print a good amount of the frame for it. Printers, Biden. And cars. Cars are dangerous. If Ron D really is working with Trump, then how would they explain themselves at the end game? Because, you know, if 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 it's the case, how could it play out? Well, I could see they know. I mean, plus DeSantis isn't an idiot. They know that Trump has more support. He's going to have more support. He's probably going to be the nominee. So it could just happen that DeSantis, you know, doesn't end up becoming the nominee. And then DeSantis goes, oh, you know, we can't do Biden, so I'm going to endorse Trump anyway. Because endorsement's more important than the beef, and then that's how they could quash it. I think there would be an, it would be a pretty easy way to for them to get out of it for them to Chat says your Trump hating Democrat mom and sister just said they're breaking away from the Democratic Party. Nice man. Everybody needs to break away from identity politics. Even even right wing. Screw labels. It's a big problem. Groupthink labels. needing to be with a party, with a tribe, the tribalism sort of thing. But hey, that's good. Isn't it ironic? Even, even when politicians want to be independent, they have to label themselves as independent. I always thought that was ridiculous. So ironic. Can I just not have a letter next to my name if I'm gonna run for office? Can I just like have a stance on an issue based on 
the merit of common sense and not have to take any party side in the issue. Like in my case, there are many things where I could say I'm definitely more conservative leaning or I guess even libertarian leaning. even a few things that I mean there's like a select couple things I would say I'm maybe even I guess I wouldn't say I'm liberal with them I would be I guess technically libertarian with them see but then that's that's this is the crux of the issue freaking labels and needing to go with the party like just brought this issue up a few minutes ago I'm in Idaho Idaho's great for firearm freedom second amendment uh, constitutionality and There are fewer regulations in this state than many other states, especially blue states. So things like building projects and construction gets done very fast. They're very fast with a lot of stuff here with that. And you know, you're not gonna get ticketed for not having a helmet on your bicycle if you choose not to wear a helmet on a bicycle. But um, like marijuana, illegal, super illegal. And I disagree with that. Grows in the ground. God grows it. I think it should be legal. Same thing with, um, like, psychedelic mushrooms. Natural substances. What's the government to say you can't put that in your body? Um, so. Even when it comes to gay marriage. If gay people want to get married, okay. I think the point should be just get government out of marriage. There would probably be some people disagreeing with me in that here, but... Whatever. Freedom, right? Should be for freedom. So what happens to society if libertarian poli policies are instituted? I mean, many libertarian policies are very similar to conservative policies. So... Not much of a difference. Chat says they agree with all medicinal plants. Yeah, absolutely. Legalize cannabis, especially for industrial use, especially for industrial use. If more farmers were to grow hemp for industrial purposes, like clothes, oil, food, uh, ethanol, hemp grows incredibly fast. It's like bamboo. And I mean, it would be a great It'd be much more beneficial than corn for biofuels. And, uh, you know, it probably wouldn't need as much, if any, pesticide on it, like cotton. Cotton takes a lot of pesticides. And, um, hemp would be better for clothing than cotton. 
massive game changer. And then also, um, recreational cannabis. Legalize it. Age to buy is 21. Regulate it to make sure that, you know, all the creepy shit like fentanyl isn't put in there and all that. I say cap the THC level as well. That was a big thing in Washington. Big issue I had with legal weed there is that um, it's good that it was regulated. So they'd make sure no like weird fentanyl or whatever would get into the weed. That's an issue in illegal states where weed is illegal. People are growing it and then, um, you know, trafficking it in the state and they don't test it or it's not grown well and fentanyl could be on whatever. Um, but a big problem in the legal states, this is what I saw in Washington, is that when it became illegal, all these grow farms were just playing like mad scientists and, oh, let's create the most dank strains we can. And the THC levels are just getting so high that it's making people psychotic. So I would say even cap the THC levels at a certain amount. Because back in the 70s, right, like, you... you mom and dad's weed grandpa's weed uh that had almost an equal ratio of thc to cbd or maybe two to one or three to one at most thc to cbd um these days it's like 10 times that there's like 10 times the amount of thc in the flower and it's giving people problems so i think there should be a cap with thc um, and then all the tax money, tax it, right? All that tax money from cannabis sales, which is a lot, <laughs> hundreds of millions, if not billions for the states, put that money into drug education programs and local law enforcement and schools. Um, I don't know what like these blue states like Washington and California are doing with their weed tax money, but you know, put it into drug prevention programs, education programs to, to in, in schools and give that money also to local law enforcement. Boom, there you go. Oh man, millions of more dollars for schools and cops. <laughs> I should run on that platform. Run for office. Dead idea. Um, and also, I believe that psilocybin, mushrooms, should be legal. I was listening to a podcast today, uh, the Sean Ryan podcast, and there was a Navy SEAL operator on it. His name was DJ Shipley. Fascinating podcast. Good storyteller. Guy's a crazy story. But anyway, um, this Navy SEAL had so much trauma, both physical brain trauma and just mental stress and whatnot. That I mean, he, he was to a point where he was about to commit suicide and going through all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, he went to a... It's a, it's a non-profit for veterans... What? called VETS, V-E-T-S, I think. Can't remember what it stands for, but uh, the acronym is VETS. And this nonprofit 
funds veterans to go down to Mexico to do journeys with DMT and Ibogaine. Ibogaine is similar to ayahuasca. It's like a plant medicine that you know Central and South Americans use for consciousness opening experiences, but uh, he was talking about going down to that vet's retreat center for like a week long doing ceremonies. It sounded a lot like ayahuasca ceremonies. Um, and it massively helped him get off all his meds, um, helped with his depression, helped a lot of things. So I think that'd be, you know, it's just great for a lot of people, especially veterans, but anybody dealing with depression, suicide, um, trauma, internal issues. I'm a big fan of things like psilocybin for ayahuasca and whatnot, so. And again, it's all about education. Educating on these things. Ah, Ibogaine's from West Africa. Okay, thanks, chat. Appreciate it. I'm not really familiar with Ibogaine, so... Honestly, that was the first time I had heard about it, was in that podcast. Rumble Rant says, watch you every Friday night. Love the show. Thanks for what you're doing. My question, who coined Nothing Burger first? You or Dave? Probably neither of us. I heard Nothing Burger years ago, and I don't I don't even know where I heard it or came from, but it's pretty standard in the lexicon at this point, I think. So I don't think either of us coined it first. Chat says, Michigan has made billions, I'm sure. Some dispensary dispensaries are closing, though, because they underestimated their taxes, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and, oh, I'm sure the market's going to thin. So, like in Washington State when I was there, pot shops were popping up like Starbucks. Every corner, all over the place. Pot shop, pot shop, pot shop. And I'm sure it's going to start dying down and then it's going to thin when the market gets too saturated with all these pot shops. Uh, there was one comment here I wanted to touch on. Said that uh, I can't find it here. Drugs aren't legal here in Idaho because of what it means to guns. Huh, that might be some paranoia from the lawmakers, though. Because look at Arizona. Arizona is one of the top states for gun freedom ranks right up there with Alaska and Idaho and Montana for Second Amendment freedom, but Weeds League in Arizona.
Our Ibogaine expert in the chat says it's very different from ayahuasca. Ibogaine is a miracle plant to treat addictions. Yeah, all, I mean, all of those hallucinogenics are, they're different in their mechanisms of action. Psilocybin is different from ayahuasca, which is different from San Pedro, which is different from peyote, which is different from Ibogaine, and all different from doing straight DMT, I'm sure. Um, is Ibogaine still a DMT activator though? Because while all the chemical structures are different between psilocybin, ayahuasca, etc., etc., um, kind of it's all it's all releasing. They're all analogs of DMT, getting the brain to release more. Maybe I'll do some Ibogaine research tonight. Pick me a Unfortunately, not hands-on. Chat asks, or chat says, can't even transport hemp across the state of Idaho. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly here for that, unfortunately. When I read your this what made me move here? Uh, Washington being too damn commie and family. Hemp is a good livestock feed, I'm sure. Those hemp seeds, man, good feed for us humans, too. Full of good fats and minerals and protein and protein accessories. Hemp seed and oils are great. comments over here on foxhole what up foxhole fam talking about mushrooms but not the psychedelic kind you're talking about medicinal mushrooms you recently found host defense host defense is a good mushroom company it's owned by paul stamets who's quite world-renowned. Paul Stamets actually did a podcast with Joe Rogan a few years back. If you want to go learn a little bit more about him. And uh, Host Defense is actually based out of Shelton, Washington, quite close to my hometown. Um, good mushroom company. I like taking some of their liquid extracts. I have powder extracts of lion's mane and chaga from my conscious strength brand so if you want powder that you can add to smoothies and anything like that you know where to go but i don't have liquid extracts and sometimes i like taking the liquid extracts so when i want liquid extracts i go to host defense washington is asshole your sister still lives in paul's bow so beautiful, but so effed. I I lived in Paul's Bow for a year, a few years ago. I love Paul's Bow. 
cool little town. It's a little uh, Nordic town. Norwegian architecture, and they have a yearly uh, festival called Viking Fest. Yeah, Paul's boat is cool. But, uh, yep, very, uh, very weird out there. Oh, no. You think I should eat some mushrooms and do a clickbait of the week? But I'd be way too nice, though. I gotta drink my bourbon and get salty, you know? I'd, wait, I'd be way too happy and lovey-dovey. <laughs> Oh man, when I when I ingest psilocybin, all I want to do is just go lay in the grass or on a beach. <laughs> Viking fest. They all get together and raid neighboring towns, steal their beers. <laughs> I like it. was my aha moment like when did I become a critical thinker Ooh. oh no man I've always been questioning existence from very early on even when I was in middle school high school I mean I was interested in I was reading Carl Sagan books and uh, interested about the world um, but I would say more of a proper answer to that question would be, actually, I was working in Paulsbo at a shop called, uh, oh, hey, I have the shirt on, Max Nutrition. I was working at this store in Paulsbo and, uh, health food store, supplement store. So I think it was just listening to people's personal testimony and having conversations with people who were conspiracy theorists themselves this is back in the 2012 2013 time frame so um but like a lot of people were coming in and telling me their stories of bad times on pharmaceutical drugs getting off pharmaceutical drugs uh health accomplishments w with natural medicine and there was also people coming in talking about chemtrails and the Rothschilds and the Federal Reserve and Monsanto and all that so it's just hearing just hearing all of that getting exposed to it very early on and then going home at night with the internet and that was before censorship was real bad that's back when YouTube searches and Google searches could uh, bring up much better results than they do now so Talk about a bunch of conspiracy theories during the day, and I go home and research it at night. And then... You have to be around people who are on mushrooms, or it messes up your trip. Eh, I disagree with that. 
I've had some pretty good experiences and with you know, that not happening. But I, I just prefer to be alone sometimes, most of the time, when I do go through my psilocybin journeys. Bainbridge Island, any thoughts? Inslee Hood? Oh yeah, Bainbridge Island are a bunch of pompous, rich, liberal assholes. A lot of tech executives, so Microsoft executives, Amazon, people high up in Amazon live on Bainbridge. It's very wealthy. And they all think they're better than you and smarter than you. For the most part. I've met a couple decent folks from Bainbridge Island, but you do see a lot of pride flags. Chat says, that's what solidified your aha was in the natural product industry. Right, and not even learning about all the achievements that people did with natural herbs and medicines and diet, stuff like that, but also a big aha moment was, flip that around, I learned about how messed up the natural product industry is and how much clickbait and fake marketing and bullshit is in nutritional products and vitamins and supplements and all of that. So when I learned like, oh, look at all this freaking clickbait, like that exposed me so much to really diving into the substance of a product or a company or a person, what they're saying, as opposed to what they actually offer or what they're doing. So getting exposed to all the BS in sports nutrition, over-the-counter consumer products. <laughs> that was a big aha moment too. I'm like, oh, look at this ass clown saying it's natural when it's not at all. Or look at this fitness influencer with his jacked 12-pack and boulder shoulders claiming he's natural and he did all that on his own. <laughs> right? Oh yeah, I've heard of Arrowwood before. Man, I haven't gone to Arrowwood for a long time. I haven't heard of that website in years. But thanks for uh, thanks for bringing it back up to me. Appreciate it. Ah, the good old Amanita Muscaria mushroom. You guys know this one. 
I was, uh, man, I found like a field of these one day years ago when I was living in Washington. I found a freaking field of these and I picked them all. And I knew that with these Amanita muscaria mushrooms, some of them are psychoactive, but there's another kind of mushroom that looks almost exactly like this that is highly toxic and it'll make your liver shut down. And I did not have any way to identify the mushroom via spore print or anything. So I didn't eat them because I knew this is either psychoactive or it's gonna kill me. <laughs> nope. But man, I found, I had so much. I had like a pounds. And they were actually growing in a parking lot. Like in a freaking parking lot. In the beauty bark. Of all places. It was crazy. And they were huge. They were like... That, that tall. They were big. Chat says, you found Dr. Joel Wallach at a pyramid scheme event called Market America in 03. <laughs> I like Dr. Joel Wallach, though. Yeah, there's a lot of them pyramid schemes. Masquerading as wellness companies these days. My favorite one is Patriot Switch. Otherwise known as Melaleuca. How many podcasters out there do you listen to or hopping on the patriot switch game or how many times have you seen it on people's uh, social media feeds patriot switch we're gonna beat china yeah sign up with our company come to my zoom call i laugh every time Overrated products. And very cringy marketing. Patriot Switch. You gotta sign up for my Zoom call to beat BlackRock and Vanguard and, and Walmart. I'll let you know about my new operation. Like they wanna rope you into the Zoom call and make you give up your email and phone number and all this stuff and then after like 10 steps, you finally figure out, oh, you gotta sign up to Melaleuca and you have to purchase $50 a month in product to be a member, to get member prices. And it's, it's, it's kind of, I don't think it's that ethical. Just be honest that it's Melaleuca instead of hiding behind this Patriot Switch branding. All right, guys, good chat. I um, think I'm going to head out. 
you have any last questions, comments, concerns, complaints, drop them. Did the music get real quiet? Is it still even going? Why they banned lead paint? It protects from EMF. Um, go eat a spoonful then. Let me know how that works for you. Let me know if you're protected. I mean, no, I'm, I'm sure they banned lead paint for the actual toxic effects of lead. But you're right, lead does protect from EMF waves. I laugh at the space's fake people. Spacecraft can't get through the Van Allen belts. Well, yeah, they, yeah, they can. They just slap a bunch of lead paint on the outside of... The spacecrafts, and they can get through the Van Allen belts. Uh, there's a debate raging in here about copper pipes and getting more copper in water or drinking out of a copper water jug. Uh, be careful with that because you can definitely overdo the copper in your body, and that's not good. But also... I could be wrong about this, but from what I understand, the minerals, I don't think I'm wrong about this, but for our bodies to be able to absorb and utilize a mineral, for them to be bioavailable, they have to be ionic minerals. And the only way to make an in a mineral ionic to electrify it is um, have it come from a living source. So... Eat a plant or an animal. If you eat a rock, you're not going to be able to utilize those minerals. If you get copper in your water from a pipe, I don't think you're going to really be able to utilize those minerals too well, if at all. So, my, my theory on mineral absorption absorption my idea is to just get it from plants but i guess we do put salt on our food himalayan pink sea salt and all that so there could be some nuance to that uh Copper is a mineral, preserves gray hair, sagging, and skin tone. Yeah, and here's, that's true. And a lot of people are uh, copper deficient, which is causing problems with their hair. And also, here's another issue in that um, zinc, if we have too much zinc in our bodies, it doesn't allow the copper to target the right receptors or, you know, it flushes copper out of our bodies. So 
one big problem from the whole COVID mania was that everybody was running to get their zinc supplements, right? Shoot, they still are. And they, they went zinc crazy because yes, a lot of people are deficient in zinc as well. Zinc helps many different things from your hormones to your immune system. But the thing is people were taking these zinc supplements and just getting so much, almost like ODing on zinc, not only getting it through their food, but then supplementing and doubling up on their supplements. And they were getting so much zinc that they were starting to get like extra copper deficient. So there's a balance that needs to be had there. You don't want to overdo it on the zinc really. And that's another one. I don't take zinc supplements. I like to eat a lot of pumpkin seeds because pumpkin seeds have loads of zinc and magnesium. So I eat like a quarter of a cup of roasted pumpkin seeds a day. That's plenty of zinc. And I also eat enough fish and all that too. So. Yeah, it's something a lot of people don't think about. If you're going to be supplementing with especially uh, minerals and fat-soluble vitamins, so vitamin A, D, or K, or E, A, D, E, K, um, you want to identify your food sources, your dietary sources first, and then see if you even need a supplement. And if you do, curtail it to uh, your diet. Don't just pound a bunch of fat soluble vitamins and minerals in your body and think you're going to be healthy so one example with vitamin d supplementation through the winter 5,000 i use every day because i see you know i'm getting no sun in the pacific northwest summertime thousand i use maybe i get out in the sun a lot you know i'm, I'm looking tan I haven't been supplementing with vitamin D in a couple months now. So. You were asking about levels of zinc and copper. How would you know if you're good? If you want to get really in-depth, you can get blood work done. And there's even at-home kits you can do where I think you just, like, prick your finger or prick your arm or something. So it's really easy. And you just mail it off to a company and... They'll get you a blood panel back. So that might be an option. Um, otherwise, you know, you could just do basic tracking of micronutrients. Everything that goes in your mouth a day, track it and identify the nutrient content. And then also just Are you getting sick? How are you feeling? Is your hair graying? Look up typical symptoms of zinc and or copper deficiency. See if any of those apply to you. What's up, Fever Flav? Wealth of knowledge. Think about a one-hour consultation. One-to-one -one fee for me? Yeah, hit me up. I've been thinking about offering that again. I used to do that. 
years ago is do um, like consultations for people that wanted health consulting or could even do like business or social media consulting. Um, I did have that in the works to put that back up on my website as a service. So yeah, I mean, if you or anybody is interested, feel free to email me and we can talk about it. Appreciate that, by the way. I'd be happy to um, transfer some knowledge onto you. All right, friends, I'm out. Good chat. Thank you. I'll see you on Monday. I'm going to be uploading a couple videos over the weekend and hopefully a Substack article as well. And uh, go follow me on Locals as well. Locals on... I need to uh, need to promote this more. But Sunday, I will be doing a Locals live stream in the morning. So come hang out, come chat be a public it won't be behind a paywall or anything so all you got to do is just follow me on locals or join in but yeah locals link will be in the description go follow me hope to see you there all right guys thank you you have a good night you have a good weekend i'll see you on monday